Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Morning, everybody at Freedom Church in Romsey. Uh, I'm so pleased to be with you this morning. My name's Becca and I live in Littlehampton and I lead a church in Littlehampton. And I'm married to Tim, who runs Big Church Day Out. And I've got four children. Uh, and recently, I just had a little granddaughter called Wonder, Wonder Wild. So that's been an absolute delight and pleasure. And it's been uh, really busy here in lockdown in many ways, just getting ourselves adjusted as a church to doing things differently, to doing this, like filming and uh, uh, online, social media, all of those things we've just had to really think about adjusting to. And uh, some of the good things have been that we have got 150 people on our online alpha at the minute. So that's been a real celebration and really amazing to see what God is doing during this time and during lockdown. But today we are looking, um, well, we're celebrating Mother's Day. And uh, so happy Mother's Day to you. I hope that you are having a really good day. I know that for some people, it's a really sensitive time. Uh, You may have lost your mum. You may have never been a mum. You may be estranged from your family or your children or your mum. And so uh, my my heart goes to you um, if you are struggling today, and I pray that you will have some comfort in today. Um, But we also celebrate mums. We celebrate who you are. We celebrate all the hard work, all the energy that it takes to be a mum, and we celebrate our mums. Um, I remember when I was growing up, when I was a very little girl, Uh, when Mother's Day came, I would go downstairs uh, early in the morning, very early probably, and go and get my mum some breakfast. And her favourite breakfast was bran flakes or all bran. So I'd get some bran flakes or all bran, put a massive pile of it in a bowl, pour some milk on it, far too much milk, it would be all soggy, and I would put it on a tray and negotiate walking up the stairs. It probably was spilling everywhere, like all of the milk and everything, bran flakes probably following me up the stairs. And I get to my mum's room with my homemade card that was made of like different colours of tissue paper and with my funny little words that I'd write that said, I love you, mum. And I would burst into the room. I hope it wasn't six o'clock. I can't remember. But uh, burst into that room with such joy at my offering that I had bought for my mum that day. And uh, it reminds me of a story in the Bible, which I love a lot, from John 6. That is all about how a little boy bought what he had and he fed the 5,000. I'm going to read it from John 6. It says this. After this, Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee and a huge crowd followed him, attracted by the miracles they had seen him do among the sick. When he got to the other side, he climbed a hill and sat down. Surrounded by his disciples, it was nearly time for the feast of Passover, kept by the Jews. 
When Jesus looked out and saw the huge crowd had arrived, he said to Philip, where can we buy bread to feed these people? He said this to stretch Philip's faith. He already knew what he was going to do. Philip answered, 200 silver pieces wouldn't be enough to buy bread for each person to get a piece. But one of the disciples, it was Andrew, brother to Simon Peter, said, There's a little boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But that's a drop in the bucket to a crowd like this. And Jesus said, Make the people sit down. There was a nice carpet of green grass in this place, and they sat down, about 5,000 of them. And then Jesus took the bread and having given thanks, gave it to those who were seated. And he did the same with the fish. All ate as much as they wanted. When Jesus had eaten, when the people had eaten their fill, he said to his disciples, gather the leftovers so nothing is wasted. And he went to work and filled 12 large buckets with leftovers from the five barley loaves. Love this story. I love it because there was a massive need in the crowd. They were hungry. There was massive, overwhelming need that faced Jesus. And this little boy, he bought his loaves and his fishes. He bought what he had. I mean, I don't know if he wanted to give away his lunch. I can't imagine any little boy wanting to give away their lunch. But he came willingly with his loaves, the little that he had, and he gave it to Jesus. I think that sometimes we have a mindset that is a scarcity mindset. You know, when we wake up in the morning, we can think, I haven't had enough sleep, I'm so tired. And we think, I haven't got enough money. I haven't got enough money to do this, and I haven't got enough money to do that. I haven't got enough money to give. I haven't got enough money to buy this. I haven't got enough money to go on holiday. And then when we do go on holiday, we said we didn't have enough time on holiday. We didn't have enough rest. We didn't have enough peace in our lives. We talk about not having enough quite a lot. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough peace. We don't have enough patience. Uh, There are so many times that we say we just don't have enough. And then there are times that we think we are not enough. You know, like we think I'm not good enough. I'm not clever enough. I'm not brainy enough. I'm not a good enough mum. I'm not a good enough son. I'm not a good enough daughter. I'm not good enough. I I, I don't exercise enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not beautiful enough. We can say that we're not enough all the time. And sometimes, you know, it's true. Sometimes we're not good enough. Um, We haven't done a good enough job. And sometimes we haven't got enough. Um, But sometimes it's not true. It's a lie. And uh, we can think that just because we've thought something over and over and over in our minds and it's become a habit and it's become a mindset, we think that it's true, but it's not true. Sometimes we do have enough. Sometimes we have done enough and uh, we believe the lie. But do you know whether it's true you're not enough or whether it's not true, Jesus does something with our not enough. And he did something that day where he fed all of those 5,000 people. 
And this is what I notice about Jesus and what he did. I notice, first of all, that Jesus concentrated, he set his attention and his focus on what he did have, the loaves and the fishes. And the other thing he did have was a little boy who was willing to share everything that he had got. He had those two things. Jesus focused on what he did have, not on what he didn't have. The second thing I noticed is that Jesus gave thanks. He gave thanks for the little that he had. He gave thanks for the not enough, gave thanks for it, gave thanks for those loaves and those fishes. And you know, sometimes over this time in the pandemic, we can become, well, giving thanks can become a cliche. It becomes like a Facebook post or an Instagram post. And we just think, yeah, we know we should be thankful. But you know, saying thank you is easy enough, but being thankful is sometimes really, really tough. It's like saying sorry and being sorry. They're two different things. So saying thank you is different to being thankful. And we don't want to become so adjusted to the whole thankful thing that we forget to actually be thankful. To be thankful in the middle of a really challenging and difficult time takes effort and energy. And it takes sacrifice from us to say, thank you, we will worship you in this storm. We will thank you, God, with our not enough. We will thank you when we don't feel we have enough. It's such a powerful, powerful thing to do. And that's what Jesus did. He said, thank you for what he had in his hands. The last thing I watched that he did was he shared he shared the not enough that he had. He shared the loaves and fishes with everyone. He shared what he did have with everyone. And what happened? It was multiplied, wasn't it? The bread just kept going. The fish kept going. Those thousands of people were fed absolutely miraculously. He multiplied the not enough. He did something miraculous and it affected all of those people. What happens when we bring our not enough to God is he does something miraculous with it. He does something beautiful with it. He multiplies it. It affects people. It affects their lives. It has a dramatic effect on those people around us. When we bring our not enough money and give it and share it, it affects people. When we bring our not enough time to Jesus and share it, it affects people. When we bring our I'm not good enough to God, he takes it and he does something beautiful and miraculous with it. My mum died about two years ago now. And when we looked through her things, we found the Mother's Day cards that we had written for her. And uh, they were funny little Mother's Day cards with funny little things that we'd written, tissue paper, multicolored, screwed up on the front of them. But you know, those cards were so, so precious to my mum. She'd kept them. And you know, when we bring our not good enough Maybe our small offering to God, he loves it. 
He treasures it, just like my mum treasured those cards. He treasures the things that we bring wholeheartedly, though we don't think we're enough and we don't think that we have enough. He treasures the things that we bring and he loves them and he loves us for it. So I would so encourage you today to reflect on the things maybe you say you're not enough in or you haven't got enough in. And I would encourage you to, first of all, think about what you do have, not what you don't have. And thank God for what you do have. Thank God for everything that he has given you today. Thank God for it. Not just saying thank you, but being thankful. That may be a sacrifice for you as you say thank you for what God has given to you. And then share. Share the not enough that you feel. Share your money. Share your time. Share you with other people. Share your feeling maybe that you're not good enough. Share even that with others. And God will do something miraculous with your not good enough. Uh, just like he did with that little boy bringing his lunch to Jesus. So I'm just going to pray right now. Uh, you in your living room, I pray that you would know the presence of God right now. You would know that he is close to you. Uh, as, as I said at the beginning, Mother's Day may be painful for you. It may be painful to reflect on some of those things. I pray that you would know God with you right now, that you would know his comfort that you would know him reassuring you. And I pray that you would feel brave enough <laughs> to bring who you are to him and uh, let him multiply um, you, the good things that you have in your hands. So Father God, we pray for every person that is um, watching right now. I pray that you, Holy Spirit, would come and you would fill everyone. I pray that you would be close. I pray, Father God, that where we bring uh, what we think we failed in, what we think we're not good enough in, you do something with that, just like you did with that little boy and his loaves and fishes. And so we bring that to you today. And we thank you for your goodness. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you so much, Sim and Lottie. You are so treasured as friends. You know, Sim often phones up and says, how are you doing, Becca? And I so value that. And so praying for you at Freedom Church in Romsey. Keep going. Loads of love. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk Thank you for listening.